Hello, and welcome to the Dance of the Soul. I'm Natasha Venter, who is a psychic medium, uh, intuitive uh, feng shui consultant, uh, and I'm also a life coach prop that I can help you go through a lot of the emotions and much of that's going on. And today is the Dance of the Soul. And I'm here by myself today because our my loving, loving, loving partner here, Regan Forston, he's going to be missed. Yet at the same time, though, it, everything is meant to be. And he was a little bit longer doing his travels where he didn't have internet. So he texted me and said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be there at this conversation. So we may continue this conversation next week so that he can put his little two, two cents in too. Because, you know, with him doing life between lives uh, in his hypnosis, that he can get a perspective too. Because I know for me that I am one that uh, looks at it as an intuitive person. A psychic person. So I love to give another perspective that he knows of things that are happening and the dances of everything's like that. So with that, that we all have our dance that we do. And today's conversation is going to be about soul families. And that can be misunderstood as, you know, what is a soul family? Well, I'm going to start talking about that right now with what truly is a soul family. Well, I on the description of this show, I put the rings of a tree, right? Uh, or a tree trunk and the rings. And that's what I kind of talk about with soul families. Soul families are someone who that we work through. And this is something that, you know, we, we, it's better if you have an understanding of what a past life is. And so with that, that a past life is something that I have an understanding that we are all souls. I'm going to start there. We're all souls. And soul is an energy. And our soul is the, the combination of who we are. Now, many of us who, we all have souls because of the fact that that's our vibrational energy. That's our, um, like for me, I have the remembrance of being plunked by the greater, I'm going to call it, call it love call it the greater, whatever you want to call it. And I was plunked. That's a good grabbed from. And then I, hi, Katie. And then I was um, posed to be this soul that I was, that was light and love. And then when we, as we get going, then there's these different planets uh, and times that we go into that we are, part of the greater help or the greater lessons that could be where we're on different planets that can mean that we're doing different journeys so with me i have an understanding that you know like my soul my soul and and i don't mean that we're like puppy dogs or anything like that but this is the only way that i can really describe it is is that some of our souls because we've lived so many lifetimes take on other energies so for like with me, I have the angelic soul. I have a, 
a part of the phase with my soul. I have animals, dragon, and different parts of that are my soul. And so with that, that if we're if I'm going forward and managing my life, that I have an understanding that my soul has these different knowings. Star being, uh, I also have an understanding that the the fay of this land of our planet is part of the the star beings. We they just chose this planet to be on. So with that, that that as we're going forward in our life, that our souls start out being plunked from a greater, greater love, greater whatever, and um, and the, thank you, Veronica. The, the, I'm glad that this is a, a fantastic uh, conversation, and I wish that Regan was here, and I'm sorry that he's not. Uh, he ended up being on traveling, as I said before. That you know that as we're going forward in our life that we do spend different lifetimes and this is where it's helpful to believe in that our soul is something that gathers information that our soul goes from different lifetime to different lifetime now that could be where we're on a star planet that can mean that we could be a dragon one lifetime you know um and i have an understanding that some of us choose to be cats sometimes that's why some of our felines tend to be a little bit more human right um but i also understand that their souls also do uh different lifetimes too so sometimes we get an animal that has a very old soul and they spend more lifetimes being animals right so with that the the there is the crossing over that happens but it doesn't happen as often as what i you know what you would perceive it to be so with that that our souls and that's where it depends on when we're plunked from the greater that I'm, and I'm seeing this as a total light uh, band of light love. It's, it's, I can't describe it because it's something that is out of our concept as, on this human form here that, you know, that it depends on when we're plunked from that depends on how our soul is an old soul or a younger soul. Right. Because of the fact that we can be a very old soul coming into this lifetime being very naive and will be perceived as a young soul, but we're actually a very old soul that just took the, the this year off and became very, um, very like blindfolded. I don't know anything, don't want to see anything, don't want to know anything. And so with that, that sometimes we're old souls who needs to relearn some of the basics. So that's why we're perceived as young souls. Just like there's sometimes where there's an a dog who is very knowledgeable about what to do, takes on things, you know, pick the breed that's very smart. But then at the same time, there's some that are like aloof. They don't have any clues. And that's the difference between an older soul and a younger soul, right? Because a younger soul is more child influential in its actions, more naive, more less less seasoned. And an older soul has kind of like a, yeah, they know what they're doing, feel to them. Even though they're doing something for the first time, they just have an elderness to them. And that's the difference between those souls, right? And I had to describe this soul family part of this in order to get the understanding of what is a soul family. And I know this is a long way around the short block, but... <laughs> But it actually will make sense in the end, because if I didn't describe this first part, then it wouldn't happen. So now you're talking to someone here who actually remembers being born. I remember the process of me writing my contract coming in. I remember being born, popping through my mom's um, 
yoo-hoo and seeing the doctor's face. First, I was sitting up in a corner of the office of the the um, hospital room, and then um, then all of a sudden I was in my mom's tummy, and then I came through. I remember seeing the insides, and then I saw the doctor's face, and then there's many of my memories. Not that I was told this, but just memories, my sole memory of being a baby. And when I was a baby, I remember my head being back and my mom having to support my head to be lifted up, which meant that I was a very young little one. And so with that, that my soul has these memories. And that's the thing about that we don't give our soul a credit that it actually has a mind. It has a memory. Our soul has a memorance of different things. Now, what happens with that memorance, because we actually in this body, like I have my mind mind, you know, my body mind, my physical mind. Then I have my physical heart mind. I have my digestive mind, right? But the thing is, though, is, is that I have an understanding that our soul has a knowing, a remembrance. It has a brain or a, um, a way to have its memories put in. Uh, that's part of the Akashic Records. That's part of um, a lot of those kinds of things. Now, I don't think that my soul goes back to my Akashic Records to get everything. It has a knowing unto itself. In a way, I call that my higher self. My higher self is that part of my soul that is able to connect to its knowing. My higher self knows its knowing. And then it can go to the Akashic Records to get information too. And I think that that's why I have a way of negotiating so many past lives so easily and so much. Because I remember being born. It's almost like me having a near-death experience, right? Because of the fact that I went, I came through on the other side. So with that, that I, I do connect very easily with my higher self. I connect very easily with the Akashic records and past lives. And actually in a way, sorry, I had a hair on my face here. In a way, I almost picture that this morning was a past life because of the fact that time is moving through so quickly. And as we're going forward and, and managing our life, that many of us um, allude that that our only past lives are something that we did before we came into this physical body. Well, yes, it is. But I'm going to tell you a little secret here, guys. Time is changing. Dimensions are changing. So we're noticing a lot of different aspects to how our mornings are, our yesterdays were, and that kind of thing that we're almost losing track of. Was that three days ago? Because of the fact that we're in this time shift right now. And so when we're talking about our souls, now I'm going to talk about soul families. Because of the fact that that is more dealing with souls that we had with us before we were in this physical body. Okay. And that's why so many children remember, oh, I remember my mom from last time and we lived in such and such place in the 60s and da, 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 da. Because some of us, as we come, as we leave, sometimes we, we, we pass away um, and from this physical body younger. So then we can turn around faster to come back into this lifetime. That's why there's some that remember in the 60s passing away and then here they're born in the 90s right 
steps because that that cycle turns around. So going forward in our life and managing our life, that many of us don't know why we know certain people, right? We don't know that the like you walk up to someone and it's like, do I know you? Do I know you? You feel so familiar. Like for me and my uh, girlfriend that, um, that, uh, you know, my, uh, I was having a garage sale one day and uh, my, and a friend or a person came up and we started talking and then, uh, and then our two kids sat down together and started talking like they knew each other. And it was like, Three weeks later, we go, we know each other a whole lot longer than just three days, right? And so with that, that that we were part of the same soul family. Um, okay, so Katie says, um, how do we know our family and friends are part of our soul family? Okay, so that's what I'm explaining right now. So we know that we're part of the soul family because of the fact that either they irritate the baloney out of you okay they are part of your life and it's something that just feels so right they are ones that are put an impact in your life now i can say that um that um that like if you have a boss they came into your life and they were only in your life for six months, but they made an impact. They did something for you. They did something. And it may not be the easiest and most graceful lesson to experience, right? Because sometimes our greater lessons are the things that take our legs out from underneath us, metaphorically said. So with that, the soul families are part of that where you just know someone. Now, I'll give you an example. My dad and I, we finished each other's sentences. We finished each other's knowings. We, we just clicked. And so, okay, so I'm going to say that if you picture a ring of a tree, right? We picture, uh, we picture the, um, that ring uh, of a tree. And, and at the beginning of a tree's life, it's really focused in. Um, let me see here. Um, so I'm going to show, oh. oh, I can't show that picture. Let me go to my pictures here. So like a ring of a tree, okay? So if you see the center rings here, that those are the center of when somebody is very, very close with you. Very, very close. So those center rings, those ones in the very middle where it's like the tree is very young, right? So those are the ones that you really just click in. They are like, you just understand them. They may be the people that teach you your greatest lessons, right? That they may be the greatest grace to you. There's just something about them that you just feel like, like, um, like I had a mother of heart that came into my life after my mom passed. And Pat was part of my soul family, but she wasn't necessarily right in the center she was a couple more rings out. So she was one that we've continually had a lot of lifetimes together, very close family, um, close, 
times together. So we were in the center where my dad and I, we, there's not a life that we don't necessarily have together, right? And then there's people like your bosses that are impactful, but they don't necessarily, they're not necessarily um, huge. And they're on the rings on the outer side. So like for me, my dad, who we finished each other's sentences, we just had that knowing of each other. We, we, we just had that click. I'm going to call it. We were right there. My mom and I were like two or three rings out because we had that understanding of each other. We had the knowing of each other, but we're not necessarily two peas in a pod. Okay. Now there's certain scenarios like, you know, like I work in an elementary school and the principal, the principal might be, you know, a couple rings out from, from the, um, because of the fact that they keep playing into, um, like he keeps playing into some of my life lessons that I need to work on, right? So with that, that as we're going forward, that's how we know more how people are, because they can either irritate the baloney out of us, or they can be the most helpful people, the people who trigger us the most. Now, uh, I know that, um, oh, who can I explain that to be my husband and I okay my husband and I we are pretty much on like probably maybe like the the first wider ring out right because of the fact that we've had so many lifetimes together but I'm gonna tell you that him being a double Leo me being a double cancerian right? that we're like fire and water, you know, and we have to be careful about making good steam. And so with him being who he is, he's been one of my greater teachers. And we've had a lot of lifetimes together where, where we were mean to each other or, uh, or, um, or there was some scenarios that happened that weren't always the best. So we had in this lifetime to work through some of our contract. And part of that contract was, is that he was an alcoholic and I was very shy and naive. Now you wouldn't believe that I was shy and naive. It took my mom and dad passing away to shake me up out of that. But I was so quiet, shy, naive that I let him manipulate me and do do that work. Well, there was a time in my life where after my mom and dad passed away and I woke up in my intuitiveness and I knew I could rewrite my contracts. And when I rewrote my contract, I said that I wanted a man. I want a man who's going to take care of me. I want a man who loves me. I'm done having a man who is self-punishing and I want a man who's self-loving. And so I, I did a lot of that negotiation. And what ended up happening is, is that we ended up fixing our contract. And we are able to that point when my husband got sober to rewrite our contract to being better partners together. So now in our next life together, we might have more communion together. We won't have the self-sabotagings. We won't have the underminings. We won't have the negative talks. We won't have that. So with that, that having our soul families can really 
negotiate us. Now, I was having a conversation with a good girlfriend, and we've lived many lifetimes together, too, because we just keep coming back into each other's life. That's another thing that that we know we're in the same soul family is we'll keep coming back into our each other's life. And and so the other day I was we were talking and I go. Because I have this remembrance of a life, past life of uh, of my father being a murderer. And at first I thought I was the murderer because in every past life, you know, we can be, we can be a murderer. We can be a saint. We can be an angel. We can be, um, we can be a a masochist, you know, it it doesn't, whatever lesson we're supposed to learn. So there's no judgment to uh, any of this. And so I was wondering, am I the murderer in that one? Well, no, I found out that I was the daughter who found out my father was the murderer. Uh, and he was a serial murderer. Well, my girlfriend and I were talking the other night and I, all of a sudden I went, were you my father in that lifetime? And she goes, okay, let's do this little thing. So when you found out that I was a murderer, what color of shirt was I wearing? I wrote blue and she wrote blue and she goes, yep. Because she was talking about how she had a couple past lives or many past lives on this planet where she was more on the negative side, you know, murderer, um, sabotager, you know, the the boss that basically tried to fire everybody um, who, you know, uh, that kind of a person. And so with that, the, and then the first thing I said to her, so I forgive you. <laughs> You know, because it's all about fixing. It's not about punishing or holding on to that guilt. And so when we have people in our soul families, they can be some of our greatest teachers, right? And so with her being very intuitive, me being very intuitive, that we have lifted each other up to be our better selves. And that's the thing about soul families is is that the lessons and the experiences that we're in with them if we're willing to look at it, we will be the lift, we, we will be the one that helps lift us up. Like for my husband being an alcoholic, what did he teach me? To stand on my own freaking feet, to believe in myself, to not let my um, the people around me bully me. He also taught me that my empowerment, not powerful, but empowerment was more powerful than people around us. You know, and so with that, that hi Cassandra, thank you for being here. So what I'm talking about is is that I'm talking about soul families. And soul families are something that we work through and doing things. So I was talking about how our soul comes into life and then how we have these soul families. And we're we're working on how can we work through our soul families, right? And our soul families, it's not necessarily that we need to really be afraid of the whys and how comes, right? So I'm going to give an example that there's sometimes where there's a certain noise, like um, a horn that goes off. And whenever this person walks in the room, all of a sudden, I almost feel like I hear that horn going off or, you know, and it's, or they, they're, they, you kind of come in going, 
oh no, I'm like, all the time, uh, all of a sudden I'm anxious and all of a sudden I, I'm fearful and, and some, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm not doing as well. Right. And so with that, that, that going forward, that, you know, there's something about that soul that triggers that in us. Well, you know, what could have happened was, is that you two were in World War II together, were on a ship that blew its horn because it was going to go under and it wanted everybody to abandon ship. And so that's why you probably have problems with water. That kind of sound bothers you. And then that person somewhere in your knowing triggered your soul to go into an angst because it remembered something. And so you know what I say sometimes when things happen like that? I say cancel, clear, delete. Remember soul, we're in this lifetime with this physical body. My physical body right now is called Natasha. Whatever your physical body is called, it could be Katie, Veronica, Cassandra, right? And so with that, that 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 whatever that is, the, in this lifetime, this is what I'm negotiating with. So like if we have scare, um, um, afraid of snakes, spiders, those kinds of things. First off, check on in. Was that a fear that came from family or is that fear that came from past life? Because I can tell you that there's a couple people I know that were uh, buried um, and, and by a Native American and was kind of eaten up by ants or, you know, that kind of thing in a past life. And so with that, that when we're triggered from a past life and then we get, let's say that we found out that our, my, uh, my, uh, co-worker that bugs the baloney out of me was the Indian or the Native American that decided to do that to me because that was their culture. They didn't know better to do better, right? Because every white person had killed their families. So they were kind of on the rampage, right? And so with that, that, that that person was irritating us. Well, that's where I say, even if I don't see the past life, because not everybody can see past lives, right? That I say to myself, I say to myself, cancel, clear, delete. I'm asking for love and grace because whatever happened between us before this, I'm asking for grace and ease, love and light and healing on this because I forgive them. Because right now I'm, I'm called Natasha and they're called uh, Jasmine. I'm just going to say, you know, and you know, I, I want, things to be cleared up in this lifetime. And so when we're working through a lot of these stories of our, our soul families, that it's interesting because of the fact that, you know, when we're going through, like I was saying, that our soul families are kind of like rings of a tree. You know, if we're going through someone who is very, very close, everything's opposite in the camera, very, very close with our soul families, you know, things will either trigger us deeper or they'll be more lighter. Um, like my dad and I, we had this communication that was just love, right? And then as people go out, longer co-workers and that kind of thing, that, that we kind of get into this knowing of, well, this person influenced me, but they're not necessarily somebody that, that makes complete um, difference in my life. So that could be, um, let's say, uh, people, I used to cut hair, so I still go down and, and cut some people's hair. And uh, those people, because they've been in my life for over 20 years, 
Now they're on these rings out here. I care for them, love them. They influence my life. They've been in my life and there's goodness with them, right? So as we're going forward and managing our life, our soul family really can help us negotiate um, uh, the dances of our wisdom. And that's the whole thing about soul families. Soul families don't necessarily um, are always for the better, but they they are necessarily for the worse either. And when we recognize that there's soul families together, many times we can heal a lot of things because people come into our lives to heal. Many of us get triggered, but that trigger is actually here to show us that it's time to heal something. And so negotiating our world, negotiating our life, and being who we are, it's not always easy, and we're going to get triggered. Because there's certain people in our life that, that do do that. They trigger us. Now, not everybody that we meet is in our soul family, right? But I'm going to tell you, though, that a lot of people that we surround ourselves with end up being our, our clansmen, our clansmen. You know, they're the ones that were around us quite a bit, right? And so with that, that um, there's no bother about if this person hurt us or not hurt us. We know the difference because of the way we feel when we're around them. And that's the trick is to understand that when we when we're feeling kind of angst around somebody, we can usually tell that there was something that wasn't as graceful and easy <laughs> in a previous life, right? Because of the banter, the 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 troubles back and forth. They would be kind of like the the husband and wife that are always arguing with each other because they can't see eye to eye, right? Well, that's where you can rewrite that contract and and say to ourselves that it's time for us to be done with that contract. I want healing and grace. I want love and light. I'm, I'm asking for things to be better between us. I'm done with the old contract of us hurting with each other. And it's time to move on. It's time to be better in this lifetime, right? And so if we can do those things, then our energy can be more prone to doing better. Because I can tell you that some of that um, that banter back and forth is either things that we learned in our childhood that we taught, we learned it well, or it's something that uh, ended up being banter from past lives. And sometimes it's dual, it's both. And when we're struggling with um, how we're negotiating our life, that sometimes we get hung up by our past lives. So this conversation is about soul families, but it's also about soul paths. Like how many past lives did we have? What happened in our past lives? And, and it's an interesting balance. Because I can also tell you that my friend that was the, was my father in a past life that was a murderer, we were actually in a cave in the um, Celtic times uh, back in, um, oh, it was kind of like in the uh, Scottish, uh, not Ireland, Scottish Ireland area. And, um, and 
we were both we we were part of like five women in that area that were very intuitive very knowing and it was one of those things that that there was um uh that they um that we were in a cave where townspeople would come and ask for healing ask for guidance ask for knowings um get herbs no do a lot of that work the thing is though when we went into town we were shunned we were we were uh, food was thrown on us we were um we were bullied we were uh discounted we were all these things and and one of these lifetimes is that i was in um i had to go to town to help a woman have a baby because i was a nursemaid and and i ended up getting killed um after i helped because somebody didn't believe in what i was doing and this friend of mine actually avenged my my um my death and she got in trouble too because she avenged my death and you know as we're going through life and managing our life that it's interesting when we know these little synapses of weavings between each other because of the fact that now it's like now that i know that about us it's kind of like it's a ha-ha thing between us and you know and as we're going forward and managing our life that that we we can fall onto each other's helping each other because there's no like judgment about this past life stuff right because if we judged it then we would be hurting ourselves in this lifetime and why should i hurt myself in in missing out on a good friend if i held what we did in our past life against each other so with that that there there is a point where what happened in our past lives it's about leaving it behind as much as we can because for one, when I get that, I learned like in that lifetime where I just described about me being very intuitive in a cave that I learned in that lifetime that that I was stopped from being empowered. So in this lifetime, when things started repeating themselves, but in the logistics of this lifetime scenario, I looked at myself a little differently and said, Am I going to shun my power? Am I going to hide myself because others will perceive me wrong or perceive me as not believable? Well, I don't have to tell everybody that I'm intuitive, but I can tell people that I can be strong in my knowings. I can trust what I believe in. I can I can speak a truth that is truthful by saying, you know what, girl, I see that you're doing a great job believe in yourself. I don't have to be intuitive about that, but I can I can say things, right? Because I'm empowered. I'm empowered. And that's the difference about negotiating our world is about how can we learn from our past lives to move forward. Now, this is something that you know, not everybody can see this and know this. That's where I can help you. So if you want to have a session with me, I can help you negotiate some of these knowings of soul families and past lives. Because of the fact that, you know, like um, Katie, if you're watching still, or Veronica, if you're still watching, or Cassandra, if you're still watching, that if you're 
if you're watch, if you doing this, that I can help you know these things. But a private reading can get more depth of how are they here to teach you and help you. And that's where Regan Forston, who's usually here on my um, on the Dance of the Soul, and he's not here today because he's in Mexico getting his van painted and they don't have internet right now. So he's not here. So we may continue the story a little bit later. So that, you know, with him doing hypnosis, clinical hypnosis, that he can take you back in between lives and find out why this husband is triggering you so much or why this wife is triggering you this much or why is the scenario in your life triggering you so much with your boss because that we may find out that that boss was actually your child that in a past life that you um, were an alcoholic and you made their life rough and so in this lifetime they decided to do something to you right because there's that tit for tat um with um with uh not necessarily trying to get back but lesson to lesson experience to experience and you know that's the whole dance of this world is to find out what we're here to learn like for me i remember being like i said at the beginning this i remember being born and i remember writing my contract coming in and I remember that I'm going to learn that in this lifetime, nobody is going to um, poison me. So what did I come in with the scenario that that when I wrote, nobody's going to poison me, that I came in very picky eater. I came in not being able to swallow vitamins and many of those kinds of scenarios. I also um, came in uh, with smells bothering me and a lot of different scenarios like that so that me learning that i didn't want to do that so i had to learn how to be become empowered that am i going to let this lesson of not being poisoned limit me in how can i experience life so that's in that's about taking my empowerment over again so remembering that our soul families are either here to support us like my dad was or to teach us lessons and experiences. Now, my dad, I'm going to tell you, taught me some of my greatest lessons and experiences. But how we negotiated that was with more love and grace than with pain and ache. And not everybody has come into this world understanding the pain and ache, right? Uh, or why things are happening. Why did we choose the parents we did and all the abuse and all the physical things that happened? And I can't get into that because that's that's something that is a private session. And many a times we have a lesson that we want to learn and experience. And then there was the physical application of being human that was not programmed into that lesson i.e. that we needed to learn to have um, uh, a little bit more uh, stronger knowing of ourselves. And so we chose to come into uh, a family and oops, uh, that family member became an alcoholic because their family abused them. And that was not foreseen that you were going to have to learn those experiences to become more empowered.
I hope this is making sense. Does anybody have any questions? Because I know I don't, you know, sometimes this is a conversation and I may not cover something about a soul family that you have a question about. And this is a conversation. So if you have any questions about how do we know, um, let's see, Katie, uh, you asked, how do we know our family and friends are part of our soul family? And, and I hope I answered that because it is about a feeling we get or an experience that we're having with them. Uh, troublesome. Now, there's some families that we come into our life and basically we disown them because we don't, you know, why? Why? And I'm going to tell you that some families that we come into because we needed the DNA and the and the blood and that part of it to be part of our process. I mean, I'm just going to call them, uh, 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 you know, the, what is it called? Um, birth daddies or, or you know, birth mamas. And, and we're not here to spend a bunch of time with them. They were just meant to help us get into this world and hopefully learn the experiences. That's why sometimes we are supposed to um, have why some parents give us up for an adoption because of the fact that we're not necessarily meant to spend a lot of time with that soul because of the fact that of the scenarios that that we were around and so that person who gave birth to us but is not in our life could be let's say part of their soul family that's outside the outside rings right but they were here to learn some experiences because we were Let's say uh, in another past life, you were two boss, two bosses that worked together, or you were um, two people on um, the military together. You weren't necessarily really close, but yet you were close enough that you wanted to learn some experiences with the soul because our souls are light and love, right? And so sometimes we choose a light and love soul to learn some lessons with. And that's where our souls have memories. Like my soul like I said before, that my soul has knowings and my higher self is part of that connection with my soul brain that can go to my Akashic records and to some other journeys. And so with that, being able to see past lives and negotiate why, like for me, I work with dimensions too that are all around us. So I can see different dimensions and different worlds around us as we're working. So if you saw Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange's last movie, um, that is the world I live in and I can see. Um, and so with that, that I love to dance with that whole uh, understanding. Um, that's not something that I really share. So when I do a lot of healing work, I can go into different dimensions around me. And as I go forward, I can do a lot of healing with a lot of those scenarios. So I have not heard any comments. If I've answered any questions or if there's any questions, please, please type it in. And if you're listening on, uh, on Twitter, I do not, I have not known if I can get um, posts uh quotes or comments so if you can go to my youtube channel natasha venter angelic clarifications um i would love to hear from you also too i'm going to take a little side note here if you're watching for the first time let's say on facebook or or anything please like and share if you need to or um or like it or follow subscribe whatever you can do because uh, it, 
I, I love to be here to support. And this show is going to also be on a podcast. So I'm on podcast uh, through Podbean, but yet um, you can find different podcasts that I have done on pretty any platform. I need to get on um, uh, iTunes soon. Got to figure that out. So with that, that as we're going forward, just remember that, that this is our lifetime. This lifetime here is what's important. So when we have something that's happening to us from a past life, it's good to know about it. For me, like for me remembering that I was in a cave or I was the daughter of a murderer or um, there's other past lives that I remember very clearly that I remember a lot of those so that I can be more empowered in this lifetime. And that's what it's about is becoming more empowered in this lifetime. This is the one that matters. The skin that we're in this lifetime is only in this lifetime. So with that, that make sure that this lifetime matters. That's where breathing, taking care of yourself, doing what you need to do, finding out the reasons why, communicating with people. Regan Forston is a great hypno, uh, clinical hypnotherapist. He has a lot of tools. I, Natasha Venter, who uh, is a psychic medium who works with Akashic Records. And as uh, someone described to me the other day, that I'm a, a bridge between all the dimensions out there. And I love that. So being prepared to be who we are, that's the whole goal of this lifetime, is to figure out how we can negotiate our world better. How can we negotiate our emotions better? How can we be who we are to be better? Because we're perfectly imperfect going through this world. Because we have our past life of our childhood influencing our day-to-day. -day. We have our past lives from other times in a physical body that has the opportunity to um, influence. And then we have our soul families that help influence us. So we have a lot that goes on in this world. Breathe and know that you've been walking this knowing long before this. It may not have made sense why this person triggers you or triggers you so much, but I can tell you that if they do trigger you or they're so connected with you, you you can finish each other's sentences. You just know, like there's been um, one person explained that there's uh, someone who's like in their sixties, and then there's a niece that is in their um, teens. And they just, they're like, they're, they're, they're connected. And that's because there's the same soul family. They're the same soul family. And they're closer in the rings of the tree. Because remember, that's what I was describing. That the rings of the tree is how I explained the way that is a soul very close to us. Ah, everything's backward. Close to us. Or are they farther out in the rings of the tree? Because of the fact that when we go forward in our life, that, you know, me and the angels, because my angels and I um, are very close, they're in the very center. That's that's my God. That's my angels. And then my dad and, and a family and mom, uncle, you know, they're all um, on the outer. So, you know, believe in who you are. Believe in who you are because of the fact that, you know, if you're questioning this, find out. 
find out, get a hold of somebody, find out. Because the fact that it's interesting to find out our soul families, to know how to negotiate our world, our inner world, our mind world, and our heart world, and the physical world that we interact with. I know that we just had a, a new moon, and you know, I normally don't do this um, when when we do a Regan show. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull a card for the greater because I have about um, 15 more minutes that I'm going to be doing the show. Uh, and, you know, frankly, I'm feeling like um, I need to cut this off early. I have, I had a kind of a rough night last night and I'm fine. But at the same time, it's one of those moments because one of my soul families <laughs> is leaving this planet in the physical. So it's hurting. I'm good. So these are gentle creatures because right now I feel like we need to be a little gentle with ourselves. So I'm going to pull a card. So I hope I answered everybody's question. If you have any questions, I still got time. Please ask them. I would be loving to help you out. Woo. Hmm. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Oh, look at that. Jumping off the cliff. Spontaneity. Somebody on the cliff. Almost looks like he's going to be taking a dive, doesn't it? So this is spontaneity. So I'm going to look up spontaneity. Spontaneity. Never miss an opportunity for fun. If there is a chance to make a big splash, take it. Maybe lately you haven't been reaching out to take advantage of, uh, of offers from others. Here's a reminder that it is a very good thing to say yes to some playful time. Find a friend who needs the same shakeup in their lives. Then make an adventure. Remember that remember that time, like water, is ever moving. You miss the moment when you say later or I'm too busy. This card reminds you to get ready for some um, impromptu fun. If it may be only a small thing, but the memory will always last. Last the moment. Ask yourself this. What have I said no to in the past that I've regretted? What is holding me back from shouting yes to this offer? If you are allowed, if you are allowed some spontaneity in life, do not, do not short yourself a mo on moments of delight. It can buy you, it can you through some other times. Oh, it can boy, it's like buoyancy uh, that you can, um, some spontaneity in life. It, it don't short, don't, do not short yourself in moments of delight. 
This can get you through some other times of your life where you just need to pull from the memory of this moment. So, um, so uh, let's see, Veronica hit me up with a DM for a private reading. Thank you. Yes, I would love to help you out. Um, Cassandra Latte uh, Lewis hit me up to DM you for a private reading. Okay. Um, that sounds good. So I would love to help you out. If you're looking for a private reading, you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. You can uh, negotiate my website to see who I am. You can also uh, look at look on my Facebook page to find or my uh, and my Instagram page to uh, my Instagram page, my Facebook page, my YouTube channel, and my LinkedIn channel and my Twitter channel to find out more details. So with this that I hope that everybody's doing well. And remember that if you are getting triggered right now, we have several planets either in retrograde or going into retrograde. And those planets are not necessarily, and this is just a general statement, it's not necessarily your individual path because it depends on where these planets are in your uh, astrologer, astrology reading. So like if you have Uranus in your... Um, third house, it has a different influence than if you have it in your ninth house, right? So with that, then I want you to know that as we have planets going into retrograde and are in retrograde, that if you're having a hard time right now, get some help. Don't try to suffer it through because of the fact that as we're going through our world and negotiating our life, that many times if we can get support from someone who can see the bigger picture, like Reading Forston, who is um, here to help me, um, that um, Regan Forston is here to help you with clinical hypnosis, or I'm here with my uh, psychic medium, intuitive, uh, personal awareness, life coaching, that I can support you in the, the business of, of life. So, Go to angelicclarifications.com and Regan Forston's uh, website is visittheafterlife.com. Blessings to all and may everyone feel loved because you are loved and know that no matter where you are and where you're going, that, you know, we're all human going through it. So don't worry about making mistakes because they're just flubbles. They're just flubbles like, eh, I didn't know I can do better. Believe in yourself because you are amazing. I'm Natasha Venter. I will be on Wednesday uh, at the same channels, 4 o'clock Pacific time, doing my show, Life Clarifications with Natasha. And next Monday and every Monday, uh, Regan Forston and I are on with the Dance of the Soul at 4 o'clock Pacific time on um, Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. So blessings, everyone. Have a great day. Please like, share, and uh, subscribe if you are um, on a platform. And listen to podcasts. Natasha Ventra, Life Clarifications. That's where you can find me. Bye now.